Hi everyone, I'm Juliette and welcome back to Love Stories Radio. This is a podcast where we answer all your wedding questions, those that you sent us and those that you didn't. If you're listening to this podcast, I have a hunch you're here because you're planning your wedding or you're in a wedding and you want to know the answers to the questions that everyone else is thinking or maybe that you haven't even thought of yet. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a few pointers on other episodes to listen to if you're new here. Episode 9 is our most listened to show, so that's a good place to start. We discuss what to do if you don't love your engagement ring. Yikes. Episode 27 is another popular one where we talk about the best thing to wear under your wedding dress. If you have a question you want answered on an upcoming episode, you can email it to questions at lovestoriestv.com, DM us on Instagram at lovestoriestv, or pose it in our Slack group for brides and wedding pros, which you can join at bit.ly slash lstbslack. But it doesn't stop there. Watching real weddings on lovestoriestv.com is the best and the most fun way to plan your wedding. Search and filter tens of thousands of real wedding videos to find the ideas, products, and pros you need for your wedding. Already know your venue? Watch videos of real weddings that happen there to learn about and research other pros who have worked at that same location. Are you comparing two wedding planners? Watch videos of real weddings they planned to get a sense of their work. Need vow inspiration? We got that too. Watching real wedding videos are literally the best way to get ideas for your own speeches, vows, and toasts. If you can't find what you're looking for on lovestoriestv.com, get in touch with us. Send us an email at questions at lovestoriestv.com with your ask and we'll guide you to the best videographers, florists, cake makers, planners, hashtag creators, you name it, we got it. Welcome to the show, Sam. Hi. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you today. Um, not only because Sam is like the expert and she knows everything, but she's my friend and it's I fun. don't know everything. <laughs> she knows everything and it's just fun when people that are my friends in real life are on the pod. Um, so Sam's the director of brand partnerships and content for Kleinfeld, but also like the OG digital marketer, social media pro for the wedding industry. Like maybe the first person to ever have like a social media media title in weddings, right? I- I think I was, I think, not yeah. back in the day. So tell was, tell the people sort of like your your history, like your story. Tell us so, about your life. <laughs> okay. Well, I grew up in San Diego, and I was a golfer my whole life. Oh, you I, have to follow. Let's give give your Instagram oh, up front because oh. um, my Instagram's at Samantha Roberts. Um, right. In addition to like really good wedding inspo, right. Sam's like a pro golfer and I always <laughs> like watching her, like, I'm always like, should I learn to golf? And yes. then whenever I see you, I say that and you All say, yes, learn. should learn how to golf. I agree. It's so fun. Um, so I grew up yeah, in San Diego. Right. I was golfing, training to be a pro golfer my whole life. And I would find myself in the fairways dreaming about weddings over golf. I would be talking to the girls I play played with and I'd be like, so um, what kind of wedding do you want one day? What kind of flowers? And my caddy or my coach would be like, Sam, it's time to hit like your next shot. And um, I kind of came to the realization that I wanted to be in weddings instead of golf. So I told my parents I was going to move to New York City and work in weddings and I did. So I was lucky enough to be hired as an editorial assistant or editorial assistant editor at The Knot where I was producing real weddings, meeting different wedding pros, um, writing a lot of blog content. And I would always uh, kind of trend towards the blog topics that would get a lot of traffic. Yeah. Because I studied finance in school, I wanted the highest numbers. <laughs> Obviously, it's the competitive 
person in me. And so I would, all my blogs and articles would be the top rated on the whole website. Right. So eventually they asked me to be their first social media manager. So that's kind of how it started. I said no at first. <laughs> I was like, no, that's a big job. Like, I don't know anything What year about was it. this? Like, what was social media? What did social media mean at this time? Right. 2013? So this is like, Pinterest is brand, new. Instagram is brand new. Instagram still had like the borders. On the yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Instagram. Twitter chats were a thing. Well, when did I start at Birch Tracks? Like 2012? You started 2012 and I started. Okay, well, so you know what I think is fun? What? Uh, I think we worked together on a takeover once. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure. And we have no... And it was for my friend's wedding. Yeah. See, oh God, you guys. So years ago. Yeah. And so, so that was kind Whose of wedding fun. was it? My friend Steph, it was in Philly at that's, the Curtis Center. Yep. Was so and wasn't I going to a wedding that weekend in California? Yes, so yeah. we kind of traded oh covering them God. live. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that makes me like so happy. Well, what I was going to say is like, I remember going to my interview, Katya and Haley, if you hear this, plug your ears. And they were like, <laughs> what do you think about Pinterest? And I was like, Yes, Pinterest. I had, like, never been on it before. <laughs> and I had an Android phone. Oh, I did no. not have Instagram on my phone. Oh, no. I bought myself an iPhone when I got hired at Birch Box <laughs> and started an Instagram account because you couldn't have. Instagram. But so it's so funny, like, well, like you young people listening to this podcast don't understand. Like, yeah. it's so different. It was like the yeah. wild, wild west. Yeah. No bosses were looking at it. Uh-huh. It was kind of like we could do whatever we wanted on it yeah. to make it fun and trendy, which is part of the reason at the time when I was there, it grew to be such a, a leader over any other wedding social, one. Right? I think they still do have the yeah. highest one, which is yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so that's. Yeah, working on Facebook and Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter was a big thing back then. I remember Twitter was scheduling yeah. all yes. those tweets all the time. Oh <laughs> um, and then eventually the PGA Tour came calling because of my golf background. And I said, um, maybe I should be in golf. I love yeah. weddings, but I think golf, yeah. it's coming back. So I went there to work at a new startup for the PGA Tour for I was there the first day and I went home crying and I called my dad oh. and I was like, I think I made a mistake. Oh. I I was there eight weeks and eventually I like left. Yeah. I like, when you know, you know. Yeah. It, it was the wrong move. Yeah. And so I called Ronnie Rothstein, the owner yeah. of Kleinfeld. And I was like, Ronnie, I just uh, left my job. I don't <laughs> have one. And he said, you'll work with Kleinfeld. Amazing. So I've been with them since 2015 or 16, I think. Amazing. <laughs> I the power of networking, whether yeah. you're a bride to be listening to this or a wedding pro, wedding pros you know. Like, it's like your network's everything. Oh, my gosh. 100%. It's You're everything. nothing without people. Yeah. You know. So you went to Kleinfeld. And so tell us about your role at Kleinfeld. So it started out doing all their social media, uh-huh. um, taking over their Instagram, which didn't look so great at the time, yeah. working on Facebook. They didn't even have any rules when I went there. Yeah. So all the designers, when they asked for something, they got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my role was kind of like, overdoing and redoing all of that to yeah. make schedules and calendars on how we do things yeah. and increasing all that, which was that. And, um, and then I started taking on other clients kind of in the wedding right. industry at the same time. And then my roles kind of switched at Kleinfeld recently where I still overlook the social, but we have an amazing new assistant doing it, which is always good to hand off. Yeah, and then cool. I do a lot of photo shoots, yeah. video content. We're doing a lot of video yep. right now. Yeah, um, Different relationships with wedding pros, which is fun. Mm-hmm. So if a 
if a wedding planner, the bride gets a dress at Kleinfeld, maybe we could do bridesmaids at Kleinfeld bridal party and we'll cover it live on social, which Amazing. is a huge perk for them. Yeah. So we're doing a lot of stuff kind of like that. And so a little bit, we're going to talk a lot about Kleinfeld today, but you do a couple other really fun things, which is why like the first thing I said was like, follow Sam on Instagram, but talk a little bit about like when you work with, when you work weddings, like outside of Kleinfeld, because it's so interesting. I'm obsessed with like this. This is like literally, it's like you invent like the dreamiest dream job you could think of. Oh my gosh, I know. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody thinks I work. So if you do follow me I on know Instagram, how work it is. Um, I my, know. But my it's dad like, jokes, I just play on my phone and I travel for a job. Just <laughs> smile and no say idea. if you're happy. No, um, yeah, so talk, so talk yeah. about it. I work with Marcy Bloom, right. who was the OG wedding planner, yeah, like basically. The most famous wedding planner. And she's done events with. LeBron James and that caliber of clients really and so I'm able to go to her events and take a lot of iPhone photos which we find perform better than a lot of professional stuff yep and um cover the wedding day live on social for people yeah which is really fun um yeah that's I work with the photo and video teams right lately we've been hiring um videographers to cover behind the scenes of Marcy walking at different events and so so it's kind of fun because I get to be part of a planning team even though I have no stress of being a planner and coordinate (laughs) some of the features too right like I remember there was like a famous bride whose wedding you guys were doing and like it was also being covered by a magazine and I feel like you were sort of like air traffic controlling like what photos went where? Yeah, so we worked so with cool. um, Annie Lawless, right? And we worked with Brides Magazine yeah. on their socials. So yeah. I was working with a the photographer. They had an editor there, and we were pushing out content to different so accounts cool. at the same time, I which was it. really fun. Yeah, I've watched. It's like I watched that wedding like happen in yeah. real time, which yeah. is like, and then yeah. of course there ends up being content on Brides later that like you didn't see, you didn't see but totally. like it's such a cool I mean that's why we're obsessed with like having people take over our social mm-hmm. and it's not always a wedding like that but it's yeah. like you get to go and oh, you get yeah. to like see and I and I, you don't have to get dressed and you, don't, you can like <laughs> crash from your couch you can be on your couch I know. all day and watch these things yeah. um but I'm lucky that I'm able to go so we're leaving yeah. tomorrow for huge fun wedding that's in Georgia so Amazing. Yeah, so follow – well, oh, I guess you will be listening to this later, but Sam is doing cool weddings all the time, so follow her. <laughs> I work with really fun yeah. people. Um, amazing. Okay, so now we're going to get into the part of the pod where we answer your questions. So as a refresher, what we do is we take the questions that you email us, Instagram DM us, Slack us, send us via carrier pigeon. But then we also kind of like dive into some of like the secret Facebook groups that we're in and see like what are people chattering about and are like, okay, we have Sam here who like knows everything about everything. So like, what can we talk about? And we sort of, even though you have like a lot of different wedding hats, we really thought a lot about like, because you're with Kleinfeld, like the dress trying on experience, which just people, it's It's such a a mystery to people. It's such a mystery because you've never, it's like this weird thing that actually like, a lot of pressure hangs on it, and you've never done anything like no, that before. For a lot of yeah. women, it's the biggest purchase they've ever yeah. made uh-huh. alone. Definitely. And, and for them, they don't understand things. Like, there's so many little terms in the wedding dress space. Yes. Like, the term made to measure. Like, yes. If you went out on the street and asked 10 women what that yeah. meant, they would have no idea. Tell us what it means. So, made to measure is when you're... When you're buying a wedding dress, you are um, measured by a manager, generally, 
and they take three measurements, your stomach, your bust, and your hips. And whatever the largest measurement is, that is what they order the wedding dress to. Right. And so from there, when the wedding dress comes in, it's tailored to you. So it might be bigger in the bust and they tailor it down. Yeah. So there's so many little terms. Little terms. So I'm always saying that there's so much dress stress out there. Yeah, that's so (laughs) real. And so we just want to help brides all the time to figure that out. And Kleinfeld is, I'm not just saying this because we work with Kleinfeld and Kassamas here, but it is like I have been on dress shopping dates with lots of friends and like mm-hmm. obviously work in this space. And it's just like, there's just like sort of a different level of professional knowledge happening at Kleinfeld. It's yeah. just like, it is what it is. It's like the oldest, biggest, like most established, like the, you know, consultants that work at Kleinfeld just like know oh. what they are doing in this like really deep way. And you can yeah. just like feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's, so most of the team there has been there over 10, 20, 30 years. There's even a, almost a 40-year club there. Yeah, that's People insane. that have worked there so long. Yeah. It is a family. Yeah. And it all stems from the owners. Ronnie and Mara are amazing. They that's are everything. And so says. when the owners are that fantastic, mm-hmm. it really trickles down into their entire staff. Yeah. So it's a family, and there's 18,000 brides that shop at Kleinfeld a year. That's crazy, wow. And guys. so they know wedding dresses inside and out. Yeah. They know how to work with families, and it's – I love it there. Oh, <laughs> if you're ever too. having a bad day, I go to the sales floor. <laughs> I know. And I, I'm always like, how can you have a bad day? You can't. Well, remember when you took – Sam took me on a tour, like, earlier in the – Life of Love Story CV, and I was like, this is like Disneyland. Because it was the, at that time, it was the first time I had been there, and I was so like, cool. I'm going to The first time I went was like when I started at Love Story yeah. last year, and it was like, you're walking into like a magical kingdom. It's a magical, <laughs> it's so special. Fairy tale. And even this many years later, I still get like butterflies yeah. when I walk through the door. It's, it's just so fun. Yeah. And, um, but the consultants are really yeah, they're hard. And the alterations team. So, there's a hundred women and men that work downstairs tailoring wedding dresses. Oh yeah, it's wild. I mean, right. That's the thing. It's like you've never had something, a piece of, most people have never had a piece of clothing. They're so custom. That, that's yeah. so, so custom or neat. Like, I don't think people, I, you explained it with me to measure a bit, but people don't always appreciate. We'll get into this with the questions, yeah. but even me, like when, I, when did I buy a wedding dress? Like five or six years ago. And it's like. I, what I didn't, I didn't really just understand what I was getting into. So it's like you get into a dress and it's like clipped onto you and like you as the bride are not going to be able to like imagine it no. and you need yeah. the consult, you need a certain level of like excellence in the consultant to help you understand what this is going to look yeah. like. And um, like what I'll just say and then we'll get into it, which is really funny is actually the wedding dress I bought, which I did love, mm-hmm. was the only, they happened to have a sample size. So it was the only one that like zipped on to me. And I, my mom was like, I think you just like that dress because you can sort of see how it fits and the other ones are clipped. And I was like, no, no, I love it. And she was like, it's fine. It's, this is a great dress, but I think like, that's why you like it. Mm -hmm. And I do always wonder about that. Like if I had had a different experience, like I was not a Kleinfeld, like would I have been able to picture the other ones? Oh my God, you can't live your life like that. No, no, I mean, (laughs) I don't think if I didn't work at Love Story City, I would never think about it. But when we have these conversations, I'm always like, oh, like. That is why I liked it. I was obsessed. I mean, I've seen pictures of your wedding and it was beautiful. No, no, I was obsessed, but it's just the truth. It's like, I've never done this before, so I was like, this one zips up. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, It's it's, confusing. It's confusing. It is. It's confusing. As we'll hear from our questions. So, okay, so let's dive in. So, 
First question, I'm thinking of booking an appointment at Kleinfeld in New York. What is the experience like and what should I know going in? Okay, so I'll give you a big secret here. Shop during the week if possible. So That's a life hack. Yeah, so if you come to any bridal salon on the weekends, it might be a little more crowded and it might be overwhelming. Yeah. So often we say shop Tuesday through Thursday if you can. Um, Really, that's what we suggest um but then also it's it's going to be a fun experience so yeah. i don't want brides or their even their families to put too much pressure or stress onto it yeah there's really no pressure to find your dress the first time right right, right. It's, so you just walk in there prepared so bring the right people so that would say limit your crew to no more than four people yeah um because you don't want a lot of different opinions you yeah. want to come prepared so come with pictures of dresses that you might want to try on or that you love to yeah. give the consultants kind of an idea of what they want um but it's going to be a really fun experience so if you go in with an open mind of how fun it will be yeah it'll take a lot of the stress off of it I always tell people, like, I know this is sort of an annoying thing to say, but, like, when you're having those moments during any part of wedding planning that you feel really stressed out, just, like, take a step back and be like, I am the luckiest person ever. Like, I get to, like, I found the person that I like the most and, like, all the other people I like the most are coming to party with us. And, like, you have to, like, say it as a mantra because, like, it will be stressful, but it's, like, you just have to remind yourself. Um, And so Tuesday to Thursday and then – what, um, what's the best, how many months out is like a best practice? Yeah, so nine to 12 months is usually when we recommend a bride right. shop. Okay. Um, if you shop too close to your wedding date, you're going to encounter a rush fee. Yeah. Um, that's something the designers impose because they have a schedule of how the dresses are made. And so if you come in with a shorter wedding date, they need to move that up and that right. affects all the other productions. So, um, really you don't want to pay more than you initially had budgeted. Right. So shop nine to 12 months. Kleinfeld accommodates a wider range of budgets than I think sometimes people realize because it's on TV and everything looks so fancy and like you can definitely get a very expensive dress at Kleinfeld but I think sometimes people think Kleinfeld's out of reach for them and I think it's in reach for many more people than realize Um, and it's not the fault of Kleinfeld's it's just like because it's on TV totally so just being on TV makes you seem like for celebrities so dresses start around two thousand dollars we might have a few a little bit lower than that um and then dresses go upwards to the sky right um, yeah you can make it how expensive you want right um, there's it's, so many incredible ways to save money on a wedding dress, right. though. So you could shop during a trunk show. Yeah. Talk so, talk about trunk shows. Okay. I feel like people... <laughs> that is a, I wish that term would go away. Trunk shows <laughs> is sort of like the made-to-measure. It's just like trunk shows are a thing people always talk about, and it's like trunk shows and sample sales are both great things, but they're different. Yeah. Maybe like break them. How okay. do both of those two things work at Kleinfeld? So a trunk show is when a designer brings their entire new collection to a bridal salon right. and they will often offer a small discount. So that can be anywhere from like 12 or 10 to 12 and a half percent. Because the salons don't always carry. So you look at, um, Kleinfeld won't necessarily cover every dress mm-hmm. that a designer has made that season. They'll yeah. carry like some selection or the ones they think are going to be best so the designer might be coming to Kleinfeld with some dresses that if you weren't there on that day yeah you wouldn't have seen so yeah. that is I think something people don't necessarily totally. understand yeah um and it's often their newest dresses so right. it takes six months exactly. generally for a dress to walk down the runway to get to a bridal salon so right. if you see something that's brand new the only way you're going to find that is through a trunk show got it um a sample sale so at at every bridal salon, there's dresses for you to try on. Right. 
And then when you order a dress, you get an entire new dress. A brand new dress. Brand just new for you. dress. But at the store, those samples eventually go on sale at a sample sale. Right. Um, so look for sample sales if you're looking to save money, because that's yep. another amazing way. But another trick, at sample sales, often you can find brand new dresses there. So if a bride canceled her wedding, decided she didn't like a dress, oh. that dress has already been made, and that dress will go to a sample sale. So you, you can often find brand new amazing dresses at a sample sale. Life has. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about brides staying in their budgets. It's at true. At the end of the day. And that's, I also think a thing people fear that I actually haven't seen happen very often and definitely haven't seen happen at Kleinfeld is like, the first thing they ask you is like, what's your budget? They don't want to bring you something you can't afford because yeah. you're not going to buy something. Like, yeah. they want to know like, what's your budget? And like, sure, maybe they, once you've tried in five or six, they see what you love. Of course, some consultant might come back and be like, I have this one. I think you're going to love. It's a little more. But like, they're not. Or a little to, less. Or a little less, for sure. But it's they're not trying to. They want you to buy something. And they if want they, you to fall in love with yeah, your dress, no matter exactly. what it ends up being. They're not. It's, it doesn't make sense for them to show you dresses you truly yeah, can't no afford. So, yeah, no one's trying to trick you. Yeah, no one's trying to trick you. They're trying to help you. Yeah. People are nervous about that. I know. Um, okay. So you referenced. This is a little bit more of like. Um, an opinion thing, but you know. Yeah. So, okay, so you reference like bringing about four people makes sense. So people ask us this a lot. Who should I bring with me? Mm. You know, and I think it's complicated for people. They're like, do I bring my mother-in-law? Do I bring yeah. all my bridesmaids? Like, what do you think is the, what are sort of the guardrails you give people? So we always say limit the amount of opinions because yeah. really they're going to sway a bride mm -hmm. generally one way or another. So we usually find four is the right number, yeah. except I am loving that brides are now shopping alone first and they're getting an idea this. of what yeah. they like alone and then they might bring their mom, their sister, their aunt to come and mother-in-law to come and after she already has an idea of what See she wants. See the top choices. And that's another amazing way to kind of yeah. shop for a wedding dress. Yeah. Um, I don't, we have a lot of people, all bridal salons have uh, brides that bring crews that might be a little too big. Yeah. Um, and so... I don't understand that. I guess that's a personal thing because yeah. if I was getting married, I want it to be a secret. Why are you showing your dress totally. to everyone ahead of time? Yeah. So I think we might see kind of a sway back to privacy mm -hmm. with the bridal appointment. I think so too. And I think also like don't underestimate your friends and family. Like you people, if you say like, hey, seven other bridesmaids, like it's just too much and like I, it's making me anxious and like I'm just going to bring – my mom and my mother-in-law and, yeah. you know, my maid of honor. And, like, I hope you understand. Like, they're, they're not going to be mad at you. Like, probably. I don't think they'd be mad. I, I think know. maybe if you phrase it in the way, why don't you come to my fitting? Exactly. I have two fittings. I have something else. Why don't you come to that? Or why don't you come with me to test the cake because my exactly. fiancé doesn't want to do yeah. that? Yeah. I, I think um, these are supposedly your best friends. Like, you know, just the don't understand. There's a lot of pressure on bridesmaids, so <laughs> don't think they want to be. They might want that everything. that that Thursday <laughs> off, to be honest. Okay. Um, okay. I tried on three dresses I absolutely love. How do I narrow down to just one? I mean, people always ask this. They're like, "How do I know it's the one?" And I'm always like, "I don't know. How did you know the groom was the one?" Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's but the like, same as that. What do you? You've just you've seen many people choose. So what what do you notice that people seem to like? I think if someone is questioning, they should step back. Yeah. And if they have the time, yeah. if they're still in that 9 to 12 month period, yeah. take a step back and think about it think a little about bit it. more. Yeah. Um, the, the things you really want in your wedding dress, you want to be comfortable. You're going to be yeah. wearing it a really long time. Don't underestimate that. You, you guys. want it to be in your budget. Yeah. And you want to feel just 
beautiful in yeah. it. So if you try to go, don't put so much pressure on it being the one. Yeah. Because really on your wedding day, you'll feel like a bride. I also feel like there's like such an emotional connection when you have like the right dress. Like just the way that you like look and I was going to say when you're in it. Yeah. Like I got my um, brother's fiance to try on dresses out in LA mm -hmm. and we went to a place and like the first couple, like there wasn't really like a reaction, but then there was one that she was just like dancing in. And That's like, what it is. That she like, they can't stop looking in the mirror. But it's subconscious yeah. too. I yeah. bet she didn't know she That's was right. right. And realizing That's it. right. Um, That's but right. often taking pictures will help. So if you yeah. go back and look at yeah. the pictures, yeah. just make sure you bring a friend that knows how to Take yeah. a good iPhone photo. <laughs> well, this was a funny, funny thing. So I went with Ari recently, who um, we've been covering her wedding a lot on Love Stories because she's just like one of my best friends. Yeah. So like her proposal was on Snap, and we've been talking a lot about her wedding. And um, so two things. So one, I think exactly what you said about Anna is true with Ari. Like I could just tell she like yeah. just was like spinning in one yeah. of them and just kept looking at herself, and you could just tell. But I, because I'm like me, took like a bunch of videos. And after that I night, know, that's so she goes, well, I, it, it's just natural that I like think yeah, that way. Course. And she was like, but Rach, do you also have any photos? And I was like, oh my God, I didn't really take that many photos. I took videos because you could see mm -hmm. more. But I think do both is yeah. going to be my suggestion. It yeah. was interesting. Once she asked, I realized... People want to, they want to, they want, the, the video helps you see like the whole picture and whatever, but like they want to know what it's going to look like in a picture because they're going to have pictures taken. Yeah. And that was something I learned. Yeah. yeah. But not everyone has that reaction. Not everybody. No. Sure. But I was like, oh, so interesting. I know. Um, okay. So people ask this, oh, people ask this question a lot. What do I wear and bring with me for wedding dress shopping? And then uh -huh. as a follow-on, let's talk about, like, what people should wear under their dress on the wedding day because it all goes together. Yeah. So when you're wedding dress shopping, please wear underwear. That is number one. You will be shocked at how many brides come in without that. So please wear some type of underwear. Often most bridal salons have shoes you can wear with mm -hmm. the dress, so don't focus on the shoes. Yeah. So I would just say have an open mind Yeah. because you will – so many brides come in saying, I want this very sexy mermaid wedding dress and yeah. leave in a princess Cinderella yes. ball gown. That is the truth. So yeah. really, it's underwear, an open mind, and maybe pictures of dresses that you kind of are liking. Right. Those are the only three things. But really, the open mind and underwear. And, and you want to feel good about yourself. Yeah. So if that means getting a blowout, getting your nails done, say. something like that, you yeah. want to feel good, too. Whatever I'm that is for you. It could be working out that morning. It could anything that works. I think that's like a pro tip is like shopping is stressful it and long. tiring and, and long. Yeah. It, it's a really long day. If you have maybe four bridal appointments in one day, yeah. that's too much. Yeah. Maybe, what do you suggest? I think two, two or two at max three, yeah. but it's exhausting trying yeah. on all those different wedding dresses. And how long is an appointment at Kleinfeld? Yeah. So they're about an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. So do you think people should, do you think people are doing three or four appointments on a day because they try to organize their bridal party and it's just logistics? Or do people think I need to see them all in one day to know what I like? Probably a little of both. And, but what do you actually recommend? How many they should go like, to? Like if people are going to go to two or three shops, 
Mm-hmm. Eventually, do you think they should do it in one day? No, no. Or two. I think two or three max in one day. Okay. Don't try to do four right. or five because you're going to be tired and yeah. in a brain fog, and it's really you're going to be more yeah. confused than anything. So do like two one day, two the yeah. next day, and you never know. You might find the dress and need to cancel the other appointments. Mm-hmm. That's okay too. Yeah. yeah, I think that's something. I mean, don't people, try to do too much. No, and I think people like feel a weird sense of pressure, like even if the consultant is not pressuring you, people put it on themselves, they feel weird leaving a store without without buying something. And so tell me, do you think, how many people actually buy a dress and pay for it that time they tried it on versus people coming back? A lot of people buy a dress the first time they they shop. Yeah, they find the dress they want and they say yes. And and they want it. Or it could be a a woman that's working and very focused on her career. She wants a one and done. Yeah. She wants to get back to yeah. her real life and not... There's really no right or wrong way to wedding dress shop. You right. have to do what's comfortable for you, but don't try to do too much or see too much because that'll just confuse you. Right, totally. No, you're, no they're not going to like... Yeah. It's not rude to like... Like, you're allowed to think about it and come back. Like, yeah. I feel like people are like worried about that weirdly. No. Uh, most brides purchase a lot on yeah, the second time. on the second time. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, and, oh then, and then on the day, what do you wear on, on your the wedding, wedding dress? Right. On the wedding day, whoever does your alterations will help you decide what undergarments to wear. But okay. we usually say if you are above a C cup, you uh-huh. need to wear a bra. Okay. Great. You need some kind of support because otherwise, you don't want to be uncomfortable on your wedding day. Right. Um, so we always try to recommend some kind of bra, but that depends on the dress that you're wearing. Yeah, so sometimes really you they'll need to sew something in, sometimes you wear something separate, yeah. right? So really it depends on the dress. So you work with your alterations person for that. Totally. And I love, this is just like such a personal thing, but I love that there's like, I feel like every year there's, I feel like there was a phase when it was like all strapless for wedding dresses. Yeah. And now I feel like straps of different shapes and sizes and like illusion are phasing in. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, but it's funny because so all the yeah. designers are showing us straps. Yeah, but strapless is still what's selling. Don't, yeah, so there's no. So the past season, I heard our buyers talking about how there was no strapless new dresses for the store. That's so interesting. So it's but brides funny. want them actually. Um, yeah. But brides will end up saying yes to because straps can really be limiting to. If you wear, Movement if you're wise. wearing a long sleeve, yeah, I'm dancing yeah. over here. I know, Sam's um, <laughs> If you're wearing a long sleeve yeah. dress, it's almost impossible to raise your arms when you're dancing. Okay, that's and real. a lot of dresses potentially could rip. That's real. And your, your alterations person, if you do decide on a long yeah. sleeve dress, will tell you that. So yeah. that's why strapless still is very popular. Really choice. popular, yeah. Um, um, or there's detachable sleeves. There's so many there's cool so things. There's so many things oh now. It's crazy. We could talk about this forever. I know. <laughs> um, well, maybe we'll leave back to that. Um, okay. Here's a sticky one. Oh, God. Help. <laughs> I bought a wedding dress a couple months ago and have felt as though it's the wrong dress. Recently, I went to try on dresses again to humor my mother-in-law because she didn't come with me the first time. And I had no intentions in falling in love with another dress, but I did. What should I do? Oof, this Girl, is why you we should not have gone. No, <laughs> we recommend when you find your dress, you stop shopping. Yeah. Because you don't want to be in the situation. Yeah. So if this happens to you, it depends on the time, how many months you have to your wedding, yeah. and your budget. I mean, you can't return. You can't return no, a wedding dress. It, yeah. Yeah. So you put down yeah. a deposit when you do purchase a wedding dress, right. and you're not going to get that back. Right. Because the designer makes it. You would have to buy like. Friend who wrote us this, like you have to buy a second dress. Yeah, if so you really feel that way. And if you have a budget and the time, right. sure, buy two dresses. You can wear them both on the day. Right, that's right. But 
if you find the dress, please stop shopping. Yeah. And stop looking at photos because you don't want any regret. That's actually like And that doesn't tip. happen that often, but just stop no. shopping. I, don't, I think regret's the wrong word, but yeah. you don't want to question yourself. I think that's right. Um. Okay. Oh, I'm excited to talk about this because so Kleinfeld is like known and iconic as being like the best of the best place to go and buy your wedding dress. And you recently launched Kleinfeld Bridal Party for bridesmaids dresses. So it's KleinfeldBridalParty.com online. And if you are in New York, they have like a beautiful new floor with bridesmaids dresses. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about this. Um... Wait, you forgot the best part. Oh my god! I'm so so sorry. all the all the Kleinfeld bridal party dresses are under two hundred dollars for bridesmaids. That and, is the best part, and they're in stock. So no more waiting three months, and getting measured, and, and ordering yeah. a wedding dress and taking months to get it. If it is in stock, it'll ship the next day. Yeah. So so really, those are two amazing qualities of this company that we're so excited it about. It literally is because I am like the guiltiest. I always wait till like the last minute to get it's my... It's the Rent the Runway girl in us. Oh my god. <laughs> I always wait. I actually like showed up at my... I once bought a bridesmaid's dress so late and mm-hmm. I, that I like was just going to get it altered at like my dry cleaner. I shouldn't say just. My dry cleaner is an amazing seamstress. And I walk in there and she was like, Rachel, she was like, you're never going to wear this again. And we have like two days to do this. Like just like you know, don't lift your arms all the way up. <laughs> I like, didn't, you know? Oh, wow. But, um, don't do that. Get yeah. by that time. And, yeah. and if it's only $200, you won't put off giving the alterations because you can afford it. Totally. Yeah. So was, we're, we're so excited. Yeah. I know. It's amazing. It's really amazing. And you guys ha- are carrying other brands, but there are some Kleinfeld design br- uh, brand dresses as yeah. well. Okay. So Kleinfeld exclusive. And amazing. those are the ones all under $200. Yeah. And that... I feel like you guys know. I mean, it's like you're literally having the experts of the experts be like, we know what people want. Yeah, yeah. and our buyers are working with people and asking questions yeah. for most popular colors and styles. So we're really excited about all the dress choices there. It's fun there. Um, so, okay, so the question was, um, I think I want to have bridesmaids dresses that don't match but kind of do. So I think she's saying like mismatched. coordinated but mismatched. Yeah. Um, how do you make sure... So her question is, how do you make sure no one stands out too much? And I'll add another question, which is just like, how do you suggest people organize the coordinated but mismatched look? I feel like the logistics of this get tricky for people. Um, so I would recommend working with Kleinfeld Bridal Party, right? right? Of yeah. course. Um, working with someone there, a stylist there, that will help you right. put that look together. Mm-hmm. And then you could assign the bridesmaids from there. But any company, they have stylists that will help you mix and match um, perfectly. I always think it's easier to just ask the experts and then do what they say. Um, but I always tell brides about their bridesmaids. No one is looking at the bridesmaids. Right. It's really, everyone is is looking at the couple. So why, so so why are you getting all upset about someone standing out? Because at the end of the day, it's about the couple, their families, their love stories. So don't put too much pressure on that aspect. It's like my mom. I always tell this story to my mom. I, my, I had one bridesmaid, she wore white. And my mom was like, she can't wear white. I was like, do you think people don't know who the bride is at this wedding? I was like, people know who the bride is at this wedding. Um, But, and I think someone gave me this advice. I used, I've really changed my tune on this. I always used to say, let your bridesmaids buy their own dresses. It's the nice thing to do. And somebody told me, they were like, I don't necessarily agree with that advice because it's stressful for a bridesmaid to go out and be like, I don't know if the bride likes this. Is she telling me the truth? Whatever. And they were like, actually, the more generous thing to do is like, within the right price point, 
pick out options. Yep. And then maybe you can give people choice within the options. Yeah. But like actually people, it, they don't really, it's a bridesmaid's dress. They, yeah. Like just tell them what to wear. And or I give them the option. Or give them the yeah. option to choose between these two. And I thought that was like actually great advice. I sort of changed my tune. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that's sort of what you're saying. It's yeah. like work with the stylist, pick out a selection. Yeah. yeah. I think that's right. Um, and then also, we're seeing a lot of brides purchase the bridesmaids' dresses as, a, as the gift, I which love I love that. that. Me too. I, I, I think that's so generous and so totally. amazing. And I don't, I've never minded as a bridesmaid. I've always been really excited and honored to yep. do it. But it's just like, why not? You know? Totally. And especially if they're $200 or less, like, you know, hopefully you can pull that off. Like, um, I'd rather have I, that than a robe. I, or yes, I couldn't agree more. Like, that's more meaningful probably than, like, It's just jewelry, generous. You know? Yeah. I yeah. think so, too. Um, okay. So, and, and like, a follow-on question to this is, like, so if people, let's talk a little bit more about the the process of bridesmaids dresses. So I'm a bride. I go into Kleinfeld Bridal. Uh, I go into Kleinfeld in New York if I live here, or or I'm online and I get on the phone or on email with one of the stylists and we yep. pick out the dresses. How do how does it work? Like if my bridesmaids don't live in New York and can't go try on, you know, like logistically, how do you organize it if you have like six, seven bridesmaids? Yeah. Well. Now that these dresses are available online, yeah. you could order them there. If the yeah. dress doesn't work, you don't like the way it fits, yeah. you could return it you for another it. one. Okay, great. Um, a lot of the old bridesmaids models didn't allow returns. No, they didn't allow returns, right. So this That's is a huge. big thing is huge. that you now have the option to try them on at home, take a picture, send it to the bride. Is this what you were imagining? Is this color work? Is everything? Great. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, so this last question, we're, we're flipping back to your yeah. social media brain. Um, and I love this because we both just, like, ranted at the beginning about, like, takeovers and how fun we think they are. So <laughs> this bride said, we're not having a wedding party. I'm thinking about asking someone I would have asked to be in my bridal party to take over one of my social media accounts for the day, Instagram. I've agreed to put away my phone for the entire day. Nervous face emoji. <laughs> the friend would post on my behalf throughout the day as my guest curator um, just like how, you know, organizations have a celebrity takeover. I need ideas on what to call this role. Looking for a title that avoids the use curator, social media, and coordinator. So I am like, I'm obsessed with, I'm obsessed with this woman and her like, um, drive to like create her personal brand. So I think like, Todd, what do you think about this? Like, do you think this person will feel honored or feel like they've been tasked with something really hasty? I think, I think this is not a good idea. Um, because is, is this really necessary for your own self and your own accounts this day, right? right. People are going to be watching your wedding day happen through other people that are there already. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just take the pressure off of your friend right. and... And start posting after the wedding itself. Agreed. That's And you've hired a, a professional photographer and probably paid a lot of money for yeah. that. Why are you not going to use their images? Agreed. Right? Um, if you have 100,000 Instagram followers or more and you need Sam to come to your wedding, <laughs> yeah. DM her. But, like, if you are just, like, a fabulous regular girl, this might be... <laughs> I know it's a little I mean it's amazing I mean we both respect it yeah oh, totally. we're, we're here for it but I just think your friend might but it's also it's a lot of pressure, pressure. it's yeah. pressure and I've done this before on wedding days yeah. and I've worked with brides yeah and I posted a beautiful photo of the bride or I thought was beautiful and the next day she was actually upset that that was the image that oh, was out first agree so agreed. then you this so then this person has to ask permission of the bride before they post any 
feed photos, which is different than a story. Totally. Um, because you don't want the you don't want to totally give up control about how you feel like you look in a photo, right? Totally. And the thing that's going to happen is. Your, it's what Sam said, your friends and family are going to be taking pictures all day. Like oh, yeah. you have a hashtag, you'll go on the hashtag the next day. And, but yeah. I do think something worth telling people if you care about this, not everyone does, is like, if you don't want the, your bridesmaids and the people in the room with you while you're getting ready, if you don't want them to post pictures of you in Before that you time, walk down the like aisle. tell yeah. them and you can do yeah. it in a nice way, but just sort of like make an announcement like, hey guys, like take as many pictures as you want, but like. I don't want to post on Instagram. I don't want you to post because I've seen, I've been following friends online and seen the bride in her wedding dress like hours before the ceremony. And maybe so some sad. brides don't care, but like I think that most people do. I think that's sad. I know. So social media on my wedding day can be tricky. It's you really don't know tricky. what you're doing and why would you put that pressure on someone? Totally. And what do you think about as, as an add-on, um, on, do you recommend or feel indifferent about or hate um, unplugged ceremonies or like do you think your guests should be taking pictures of you or not during the ceremony? Oh gosh. I mean I see both ways on yes. this. Um, I love the idea of something super private and yeah. that everyone is fully present yeah. especially as I'm personally trying to be more present, less right. phone in my hand. But the other part of this is that your guests are dressed up. They got their hair yeah. done. They got their yeah. nails done. They feel good. They yeah. look good. They want to post photos of where they are. Yeah. So why would you deny them the opportunity to have a good time and develop content? Right? I, so it's yeah. like, I see both sides on this. Me I don't too. know which way I kind of fall yeah. personally, but I see, but, but I love, there's nothing more. I love than following a wedding life. Me too. I, know. I mean, I love yeah. it. I sort right. I feel both ways. On one hand, I'm like, don't boss your guests like they spent a bunch of money to be there and like just let them be but I do also understand that you don't want like your auntie in the middle of the aisle like blocking the photographer totally. that you just paid $7,500 so, yeah. like, so maybe it's an unplugged ceremony or something. Like, and, yeah. and then I think about it from my dad yeah when I go to a wedding with my dad my dad loves to sit on the aisle and he loves to have his iPhone out yeah and that's him experiencing it in his it's own so way. Cute. And I was like, Dad, put the iPad You're like, Dad, down. What are you doing? <laughs> I always want to go to like right, like all the like um yeah, like the uncles of the of the bride and groom be like, What are you doing with those photos? Like, I know. You're like, like that post giant iPad. But then they're posting on my dad. Like they're post so them. Proud. He's so proud, he's so happy yeah, for the person getting married. So yeah. then it's like I see so many sides on this that it's almost impossible to have an opinion. I totally agree. <laughs> I usually default to like, ugh, just don't boss people around. Let them do what they want. The photographer can elbow someone out of the aisle, yeah. but like every, I, everybody's different. I was just at yeah. my, um, it's kind of confusing, my godparents' daughters. I think she's your god sister. She's your god sister. <laughs> Let's just go with that. God sister. <laughs> um, and my parents are also her godparents. So at the beginning, it was like in a Catholic It's like church. the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, I love this. I love this setup, this godparent setup of Jewett. So the ceremony was in like a beautiful Catholic church in Jacksonville, Florida. And um, the father of the bride, my godfather, like went up to the like altar and was like, everyone, please put away your phones during like the ceremony. Uh -huh. And my mom, who was like pretty Catholic also, was like, fuck that. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is my goddaughter. Like, I want to get video of her walking down. Oh, my <laughs> God. so funny. 
your mom's Facebook followers need to see. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. But That's I do so love funny. it. But then the other part, I love an unplugged ceremony and that you are literally watching two people commit their lives and so much love together. Oh my yeah. god, I could cry thinking about Vanessa's it. Vanessa's wedding, we all hers was unplugged. She was obviously so sweet and gentle about it. And I love And we everybody you. cried. I mean, yeah. people were crying. Because you were fully present. Because we were like fully right, exactly. Um so maybe unplugged. Maybe we're yeah. voting unplugged. I think that unplugged ceremony. Yeah. Everything else you can plug. Plug, plug away. Plug away. Plug, yeah. Plug. Plug it all. Plug it. <laughs> um, okay, amazing. Um, okay, this is so fun. Any, I know like, we could keep going here. Yeah. Um, well, any parting advice? Anything Ooh. you feel like about Kleinfeld or just like your deep vault of knowledge oh that you feel like this is your chance? This is my chance. To tell oh the Luxuries TV listeners what do they need to know. Okay, I will say, do not stress too much about this wedding because yeah. at the end of the day, you are with whoever you love, surrounded by all of your friends and family that have seen you throughout many years. This is the only time you're going to be surrounded by so much love in your life other than your funeral, which you will not even be present <laughs> for. So please so make real. sure that you enjoy it. And yeah. at the end of the day, you're getting married. Does it really matter if someone wore the wrong dress, if um, someone held an iPhone up. It's the memory of that, just the tradition of marriage and weddings throughout the hundreds and thousands of years that really just like is what is at the core of all this. I'm like gazing at Sam so romantically because I, I agree I so deeply too. with this. I it's totally. I love a good wedding. I love weddings. And so I just love love. And so don't try to have a perfect wedding because at the end of the day, you're going to remember the things that are not perfect. So that could yeah. be what went wrong and how it was fixed yeah. or that it rained and you came out with beautiful photos from it, yeah. right? It's it's the imperfections that make life and weddings yeah. good. It's like the Charlotte um, wedding storyline in Sex and the City. Totally. Remember that first no. perfect wedding she had and you know how that ended. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So, so okay, so, so tell remind everybody your Instagram and the two Instagrams for Kleinfeld that they should follow. And of course you can watch, you know, tons of real wedding videos on lovestoriesv.com. Yeah. You guys Kleinfeld. do such a good job. Oh my god, you're the best. Kleinfeld <laughs> Snapchat, your Snapchat. I know if you guys we have to record like a snap plug, but tell everybody all okay. all the places they can find you and Kleinfeld. Okay. Um, so I'm Samantha Roberts at mm -hmm. Samantha Roberts. Um, Kleinfeld Bridal is at Kleinfeld Bridal. Uh, Kleinfeld Bridal Party is at Kleinfeld Bridal Party. You can tell an expert made these. Amazing. Um, okay, thank you so much. You're the best. Thanks. Okay. Bye, Bye guys. Reminder to everyone listening out there, if you have a question you want answered on an upcoming episode, you can email it to questions at lovestoriestv.com. You can DM us on Instagram at lovestoriestv or ask it in our Slack group for brides-to-be and wedding pros, which you can join by going to bit.ly slash lstvslack. And if you have feedback about one of our answers, we definitely want to hear from you. You can share your thoughts and feelings on those same channels. Don't forget to subscribe to Love Stories Radio and leave us a review on iTunes. We love when people say nice things about us. And also, it helps other wedding lovers out there, like you, discover our show. And last but not least, are you a wedding pro? Email loveclub at lovestoriestv.com to get more info about how you can join our partner program, The Love Club. We help wedding pros build their brands and connect with a pipeline of customers on lovestoriestv.com and on our marketing channels, leveraging both the real wedding videos that feature their work and original content. So that's it. We'll see you back here next week. Bye.